Hey there, my name is Lexi and thank you so much for joining me in this Lex chat today. I'm going to be talking about how I sometimes get treated by men in the industry. Who knows what kind of tea is going to come from this discussion, but if it's something you're interested in hearing more about, stay tuned. All right, before we get into the topic, let's do a little Lex check, which is where I just discuss some things that might be going on in my life, making some announcements, and whatever else I feel like sharing, honestly. I have a performance in Atlanta, Georgia at the Gathering Spot on Saturday, January 29th. And I do have flyers that I need to post. <laughs> so I'll be posting that for the next couple of weeks. Well, actually, yeah, it's in a couple of weeks. Good, because today is the 15th that I'm filming this. And this episode comes out on Monday. So yeah, there's a couple weeks before the show. Tickets, I believe, start at $35. I would be very grateful if y'all would come out and support me. I'm supposed to be having a show on the 22nd, which is next Saturday, but, or if you're watching this on Monday, this upcoming Saturday, however, details of that show have not been given to me, so I haven't even been treating it as if it's a thing, to be very honest, but that's something to keep in mind. The 29th, though, that is for sure happening. Now, what else is going on? Um, recently released a single, well, not a single, but recently, a song that I featured on was released with the rapper Issa, that's I-S-S-A, and you can find him here on Instagram at Issa I Am, I-S-S-A-I-A-M, Issa I Am, and our song is called Toxic Love, I'm Featured on the Hook, and a fun fact, Jacquees's vocals are actually underneath mine. When we finished recording the song, they had the opportunity to have Jacquees on the hook. So he recorded the hook, of course. He was just singing what I wrote. But I think they liked my vocals more. And they kept me on there as the dominant, the predominant voice. He's on there as some background stuff. So I'm really excited. The song is called Toxic Love with the rapper Issa. So that's something that... Look out for on Tidal, Apple Music, Spotify, search it, tell me what y'all think. I also have to send out a newsletter to uh, people who are subscribed to my newsletter and let them know that it's out because I don't, I don't think I've done that. I've slacked on doing that thing. So yeah, Toxic Love with Issa featuring Lexi on the hook. Really excited about that. He is, he is like at the cusp of major so that is really exciting he's getting people like jacques on his records like come on they they know a lot of people in the industry so it could be a good look um i also got news that my vocals were put on a track with lil donald and he decided to keep that track on the album so i have credits on lil donald's album that's coming out i'm really excited um brian blizzak asks are you a libra no i am a sagittarius my birthday is December 6th. I'm a Sag. So, 
Yeah. The song with Lil Donald is going to be coming out whenever they decide to release the album. Really excited about that. And of course, we are still waiting on the release for Drop Top featuring Pleasure P. I ran into some uh, delays in the distribution of that song. Um, so as soon as I get that squared away, yeah, your girl got a major, a major placement coming out. We're doing some things. We're doing some things, which makes me, it, it brings to mind, um, somebody irritated me the other day. I get irritated every day, actually, if I'm being quite honest. I just try to shrug it off. I try to keep a good attitude about things. I'm not loving how my hair looks on this side, but someone, um, oh, you're going to be up love, you know, and I still don't feel like I'm up. <clears throat> because I I still don't feel like I'm doing enough. I'm just I'm just not. I don't feel like I'm doing enough. But we are getting up there, daily deposits, doing my part every day to you know, put points on the board. A layup is just as good as shooting from within the zone, you know, within the three-point line. So and a layup is the easier shot. It's the more consistent shot. It has a higher success rate in games, you know. But anyway, enough with all that uh, sports analogy. Someone irritated me the other day. Greg Key says, you've been up for a hot minute. <laughs> I appreciate y'all saying that. I've been doing a lot in the background. And I have been working a lot. And I'm glad that y'all see it. There was somebody who didn't see it, though. And that's what irritated me the other day. They were basically trying to tell me, like, you know, you don't have certain things or you're not submitting your stuff to certain labels when they have these competitions or certain reviews. And I don't know. It's that's not been my focus. So I'm not I'm not upset about it because they have their views on what they think I should be doing. And. I appreciate that I can take I can take people's criticism and critique, but I do take it with a grain of salt because sometimes people might might have good intentions and they'll suggest that you do certain things while suggesting that you're not doing other things. And it can end up making you feel like like I said, like I feel like I'm not doing enough. But that's because I'm not I haven't accomplished everything that I've set out to do, you know? Um but yeah, it, it kind of irritated me because even with all this great news, right? I'm being told by someone I'm not doing enough because I didn't do certain things that they are doing for their people. And they're just like, all right, but you don't know my plan. You don't know my goals. This is a part of the plan that I wrote out for myself years ago. And things are picking up speed, you know? Brian Blizzak says, that's good. You're trying to accomplish a lot. Got a big mindset. Yes. When you aim for the sun, even if you fall, you'll land somewhere in the stars. Brian Blizzak says, just keep going, love. The right opportunities will present themselves. Great Key says, sometimes we should find out what someone's plan is before we give them advice. Yeah. And, um, but I, I appreciate it. It irritates me, but on the same token, I appreciate it because it makes me feel good that someone is watching enough to be able to make suggestions like that or to have critique like that. But um, it was still like when people make comments like that, they don't realize 
the kind of work someone has put in or they don't see everything that someone is doing behind the scenes. I'm one of them people where I'm not sitting around doing nothing. I'm working. I'm making my money. I'm meeting people. I am making sure that I try to give people the best experience when they work with me so that my name is circulating behind the scenes. And, you know, people start to wonder who is Lexi. And then they see me popping out with features with Lil Donald and Pleasure P and Issa. And it's like, okay, who is this chick? And she's not signed yet. You know, so it, I, I can appreciate that they are trying to help, but imagine having a bunch of people telling you what they think you should do, but they don't know what you're doing outside of the public eye. You know what I'm saying? Manny Schofield says, nice lips, so beautiful. <laughs> Hope the other lips down there are as cute, sweet, and gorgeous as these ones. Wow. Wow. That's not where we have these discussions. If you want such discussions, you can subscribe to some other things. You know, I might send a link or something because I haven't been active on that in months. But anyway, uh, Ray Key says, whoa there, Manny. <laughs> yeah, chill out a little bit, bro. Um... But actually what he said fits perfectly into um, it fits perfectly into the topic for today, which is how I sometimes get treated by men in the industry. So thanks for that, Manny. That was a great example of what we're going to be saying. Okay. Can y'all hear me? If you're out there still watching. I don't understand how I get an upgrade and internet and as soon as the upgrade kicks in i'm starting to have issues huh. this is why life i am back to studying for my nutritionist certification so as some of you may or may not know i got my certification as a personal trainer through issa and now through the issa i'm working on getting my nutritionist certification why are you always attacking my tripod missy always with the tripod why she's so interested in it so that's what I'm reading at the moment, as well as one of my friend's books, George Youngo. Yeah, from the music business, from the business to the money or something like that. Oh, excuse me. It's in my bag. But um, yeah, so I'm reading that these days. Something else that kind of happened is... Oh, I was telling y'all about the dates that I've been having. I have really been opening myself up more to receiving attention and receiving relationships and receiving, just opening myself up more to be treated, to connect with people, to get to know people on deeper levels. And that has truly, <clears throat> that has truly manifested this week.
um, because I've gone out three times this week and I didn't think I would have the energy to do such things. But it was all with people that I I have good connections with already and I've kind of known them for a little while. So first one, I got to see Shen Yun. But Shen Yun is basically like Chinese ballet. The um, preservation of that side of the Chinese culture it's been banned in China, in mainland China. So they're actually not allowed to perform those dances in China because of communism, which is very interesting to me because preserving the arts of your culture, it helps the world to see how great you are. And you would think that they would want the world to see that. But yeah, Shen Yun dance has been um, banned in China. And another thing, I think, like the Dafa religion, Falun, Falun Dafa has been banned. But anyway, it's basically like Chinese ballet and their traditional kinds of dances that are being preserved by Shen Yun, which they tour around the country. They have their school in New York. Those kids are amazing. They had a live pianist and there's an instrument the girl was playing that had two strings, but it resembles like a violin and a cello kind of sound, right? <clears throat> but it only had two strings and she played the hell out of that damn thing. Let me tell y'all. They had singers, a male and a female. One was a uh, soprano and the, the guy obviously was like an alto or a tenor. What's up, Pillow Jones? <clears throat> Girl, chill out. No, chill out. He's okay, kitty, kitty. So yeah, that was really great. And then Thursday or Wednesday night, and then Wednesday night, I went out to play pool and have some drinks with uh, one of my friends who I've known for a long time. I was just feeling down about a certain situation. And so that's, I needed to get out of the house and I had the funds to do it. Unfortunately, the bartender mixed up my card with someone else's card. So I lost my card that night, but I got 50% off of my tab because of it. And it was my, I off, I invited the person out. So I was going to pay that shit was going to be like a hundred dollars, bruh. That was a blessing in disguise. So I'm not even upset that the card is lost because I got 50% off. The bill came out to like $45. It was originally like a hundred. So I'm really, I was, you know lose my card they're gonna replace my card for free but i got 50 percent off that's what's up that's what's up pillow jones lol she's like let me down human yeah she's finally getting used to me holding her like this she likes getting the love she just likes to choose when she gets it you know if i initiate she doesn't want it if she initiates then i have to give her the attention and that's just how she is I changed her name to Katniss, by the way. So she's no longer Caddy, like from Mean Girls. She is Katniss now, but I still almost exclusively call her Kitty Cat. But yes, this is Katniss. And she's very cute. She's a very good Kitty Cat. Yeah, so I went to the bar, and then last night I went to dinner to an Italian restaurant, and I tried a red wine. And I feel like I'm growing because my wine palette, you know, I only really drink Moscato, but I tried this red wine and it was a nice, sweet, relatively thin red wine. Like the texture wasn't crazy thick like some other red wines I've had before. It wasn't a bitter taste. It wasn't like a, a, a thick, buttery 
um, coating like I've had with other red wines. I actually really enjoyed this red wine. And so, yeah, I've been out three times this week. And that's just a testimony to me opening myself up more to connections and to being treated well. And I deserve it. So I'm very excited for myself because and really, as soon as I started taking myself out, I've been getting more offers to go out and I've opened myself up to going out. <laughs> and it's just going to keep getting better and better. Oh, don't you slap me. Isn't she cute? Yeah, she wants to get down. She's so cute. But anyway, all right, I'll let you down because I got a show to run. You're hitting them mouths too goddamn hard. Pillow Jones says, awesome job. The struggle of an introvert is indeed a challenging one. The company of one is extremely addictive. And that's what I was telling my date last night. Like, um, and, and it's it's a, a a secret fear that I have for myself to want to risk anybody disturbing your peace. And so it becomes really difficult to be forgiving to people, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. It becomes difficult to be understanding that people will disappoint you or that people are just different and you won't always be on the same page or you won't always mesh, I guess, until you've learned each other's habits or until you've learned each other's preferences and behaviors, things like that. But, um, yeah, I've been really trying to open myself up more. And uh, this might be a little petty, but there's someone... Do I want to tell y'all this? There's someone that I really care about, but I don't know if it would be anything. And so you know how, like, you want someone, but you have to keep yourself in check because y'all are not really a thing. You know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> I kind of had an emotional couple of days dealing with that. And uh, I might elaborate more on that in the future. I don't know. Oh, and then something else. <laughs> I'm just telling it all, aren't I? A guy I used to date who is currently incarcerated. He's been trying to like ask for help because I guess nobody else on the outside has been helping him. And it's okay to toot my own horn. I helped him do a lot and I believed in him. And we were like, kind of like a team when we were together and it worked out until he lost focus and started working in clubs and started getting mesmerized by the girls at the clubs. Um, but yeah, we would do, he would, I would record the songs, mix them. He would shoot the videos for the clients. He would bring me clients, I would give him clients, and it just worked out really well. And helped him get a car, helped him get to and from work sometimes, shoot. Um, helped him move when he needed help. Just did a lot, did a lot. And I think he's realizing that people that he thought was in his corner are not in his corner. And he's telling me things. And have y'all ever experienced, you know, you might go through a bad breakup and you might ask God, let me see the outcome of what this person goes through. Or you kind of ask for 
some kind of closure from God. And not to say that I'm asking that I ask God for a front row seat, but doesn't it feel real satisfying when somebody wasn't the nicest to you and then they start going through things and it's kind of like a, I knew that was going to happen or I told you so kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, That's what I'm experiencing with what this guy is telling me. I don't want to put too much of his business out there, but he's also had some health issues. And he, I can just tell, because I did talk to him on the phone a couple of days ago, I could just tell he's in a place where he doesn't really have anyone who is for him. And he's really all alone. And it makes me feel really sad because the dude is mad talented. He just, he just act like he don't want to focus or he acts like he's running from responsibility. And this is another thing that triggered, if any of y'all saw my stories on Instagram um, during the week, for those who are listening on Monday. But if anyone saw my stories on Instagram where I was talking about people run from the responsibility of a label, this guy would be an example of running from responsibility. And when you run from responsibility and you run from people who have agreed to commit to you and be loyal to you in a sense and help you do certain things and help to build you up. You get punished for not, for not sticking to your end of the bargain, you know, just be good to people. He was not, he was not good to me. And I, part of me, I hate that I'm kind of like relishing in his misfortune. But the other part of me is like, this is what happens when you don't treat people right. You realize that the one who you treated like crap was the real one in your corner and all the glitz and glam, all that stuff turned out to be fake. And now you're sitting alone in a cell with no one on the outside to help you because you weren't good to people and you treated them like crap. You treated them like they were replaceable. And now you're suffering the consequences in many aspects of your life. So uh, Pillow Jones says, I'm going to get a dog date here and there and enjoy this good piece for the rest of my life. Emoji, emoji, emoji. Just saying. (laughs) He also says, very satisfying. God will handle all of that vengeance for you. Yeah. And truly, all we have to do is just be good to each other. And if someone's not been good to you, you don't have to. You don't have to handle them. You don't have to get your lick back. God will get that lick for you. I promise. All you have to do is just be obedient in loving thy neighbor. Be obedient in loving each other and trying to do right by each other and helping each other to build. And if somebody falls out of line with those, I don't want to say commandments, but out of line with those behaviors, out of line with with that philosophy, they'll feel the wrath in a sense. Or karma, whatever, will come back and hit them kind of hard. And that's what I've been experiencing with, um, with, this particular, with this particular case. I might explain another uh, emotional thing I was going through. But uh, I think that's enough for the Lex check. Let's get into our topic after these messages.
Pillow Jones says, it's not relishing. It's watching someone having to take their medicine that they deserve. Hopefully it will change them for the better. I really hope it does because like I believed in this dude. And he 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 did a bait and switch on me. He got me, did some nice things, treated me nicely, and then switched up his behavior as soon as he got a little a little bit of a check. Yeah, it was it was really hard. And we we went through some other stuff that I'm not talking about publicly right now, but it was hard. <laughs> Maybe I'll put it in a book or something. But um yeah, that's another, but actually what we were talking about before the break, as far as like, you know, people treating you wrong, that kind of rolls into the topic for the Lex, the Lex chat today. Excuse me. Maybe I need some water, huh? <clears throat> no, nah, I'm straight. So that kind of rolls into the topic of the Lex chat today, which is how I sometimes get treated by men in the industry. And even though that guy was not exactly in the industry he kind of he plays a, a role in the industry which is you know the visual side of it and he was not when i tell y'all this man was he wasn't focused he was not good to me um he fell into the visual trap of women good example of people using you as a come up and then feeling like they're good on you once they got what they needed to get out of you. And that's one aspect of it that is really hard in the moment. But uh, yeah, he ended up being a user. And I've always known that, okay, I sing, but I need to know how to do something more than that. I need to heighten my chances of making it in the music industry somehow or just in music somehow and the best way that i could do that was <clears throat> excuse me through becoming an engineer the most important aspect of being an artist is recording in the studio so i thought what if i learn how to properly record myself because i, I was telling this story to somebody the, the other day too technically I've been engineering myself since seventh grade. Seventh grade is when I got a laptop with a built-in microphone and I had my Apple headphones, the earbuds, and I was recording myself in my dad's garage and I technically released two albums in middle school in seventh grade. Like, I think within a month or two of each other also. So, yeah, I, I didn't realize it at the time that what I was doing was engineering myself. So that's what I decided to come to Atlanta to do is to get my bachelor's in audio production. Tanner Boy 7 says, gotta swallow that pill even if it's hard. Yes. And that is in relation to what we were talking about with, um, you know, being used by people, realizing that if you treat people badly, bad things will happen to you. Who's to say when that timeline hits of when those things, when karma starts kicking in, but if you treat people badly, bad things will come back to you. And I live by that philosophy. It is not my place to bring anyone down. It's not my place to, you know, change anyone's 
vibes for the for the worse just because I might be having a bad vibe or a bad day, you know? Pillow Jones says, sounded like he was a whole user. Glad you were able to get from up under his horrible intentions. Yeah. Um, me too. Because back then, well, before I met him, I was not as mature. Like in a previous relationship, I was not as mature. And part of growing and maturing is being able to because I also knew that I just wanted to have fun with this guy so we were never supposed to be together honestly and that's my fault I've always been really good at noticing where I went wrong in my experience other people always want to blame me and I just have to sit there and, but they never want to acknowledge their role in things but I never push it too much because you're just not going to teach certain people. But I have been in previous relationships where um, I was not mature enough or strong enough to stay away from someone who I knew was not necessarily good for me or who I knew I did not want to be with any longer. And when it comes to this guy, he was definitely a hobosexual. <laughs> I'm seeing this comment from Pillow Jones. He was definitely a hobosexual. I helped him get a lot of things and um but I was able to recognize within three months within three months things changed and it was just like all right he's not the guy you thought you got to swallow that pill as Tanner Boy 7 said swallow that pill and just accept some harsh truths and cut it off if I met him like four years ago I probably would have stayed in that toxic situation but I really had to give myself props and kudos because I saw him for what he was. I had to accept some harsh truths. It maybe took like a week for me to accept some things, but I basically immediately accepted it and got him up out of my life. <clears throat> Pillow Jones says, here's the type that would promise you all the love, his heart and soul, just because he needs a place to stay. And he did. He told me he loved me within like a month of us being together naturally talented oh thank you naturally talented in regards i guess you're um saying that in regards to how i've been doing this engineering thing since seventh grade technically <clears throat> but yeah um he is a good example of how a lot of guys in my experience will try to will try to use music as a way to get in I've been someone I was crushing on, a client. And even though like we've had our fun, right? There's always made clear the distinction that we are in this first and foremost because I need you to help me with my music. But anything after that, probably not so much. Anything after that, it's, we don't want to put no labels on it. We're not going to have that responsibility. So what I often experience is guys will, it sounds good, I guess, right? Wanting someone, a woman who is attractive, who actually knows what she's doing and who is talented herself, has more experience and knows how to navigate certain things. It would be beneficial to any guy to have me as a part of their life or whatever to help advise and guide them through certain situations or you know just give my take on certain things that I've experienced 
But then comes, how do I say it? I'm uncertain on how to say it right now. But let's read this comment from Pillow Jones. Pillow Jones says, I've been in situationships like that as well, knowing that it wasn't going to go anywhere, but just enjoying the benefits of what they offer at the moment. It's truly a waste of time. And that is exactly what happened in that situation. I'm thankful that I only wasted three months of my life and not like a year and a half like I had done previously with a relationship. So I had to give props to myself for being mature enough to get up out of that. But yeah, it's uh, things like that are extremely disheartening. And it reminds me of another situation that I've been in where I dealt with another guy for like three months and to comment, to, big, to piggyback, to piggyback off of your previous comment that you said where they're the type that will promise you all kinds of things. Um, there was another guy, well, he was actually in the industry and he actually knows a lot of people in the industry, but, you know, they'll see the talent and, you know, I'm a singer, I'm a songwriter, I am a rapper, I'm an artist at my core, I engineer myself. If I wanted to, I could really be a producer as well. And then they see how I move when I'm in studio sessions and they like that. With this particular guy, it was very predatory. And um, there's a little a lack of discipline on my end as well because I wasn't as analyzed, right? So they see that I can do all of these things and they get it in their head that she'll be useful. But what happens is they'll try to throw me in situations to get me to do things that would make them look good. But then it's like they're trying to pimp out my talents, you know, to further their agenda, which would not have been bad in that situation if their agenda matched my agenda. But the way this person was moving, and I wonder if I'm even ready to talk about all of that. The way this person was moving, it was like they were trying to pimp me out or use me as leverage basically is what was happening and my name was getting thrown around in a lot of situations that I had nothing to do with and my character was being tossed out the window because this person knew a lot of people and his opinions influenced other people's opinions you know what I mean so Tanner boy seven says I was at AI with you oh wait what's your name though because I don't recognize the Instagram handle. So I've been in situations where, you know, people, they recognize the talent. And then here's where I say I'm not mature in some when it comes to the flesh. And uh, so people will have you thinking that they're interested, right? But then there's the factor of, I don't know, might be horny. You had none in a little minute. And somehow, you know, things link up or whatever and things happen. Um, and you might think it's a good match because y'all are both in music, but then it turns out to be something completely different. 88 Fingers Official says, good afternoon. What's up, 88? 
So there's been a lot of situations where um, also people will assume that because I'm a woman that I don't know a lot. And I don't know if y'all caught the episode that I did with Hugh Stefner where, you know, we're all in the studio, the clients walk in and they approach or they speak to him first. They don't even acknowledge that I'm in the room and they're looking at him like he's the engineer. But then he points out, oh, no, she's your engineer. And the clients are like, oh, well, shorty, I hope you know what you're doing. <laughs> and that's another example of like when certain men coming in and thinking that, oh, she might not know what she's doing because she's a woman because they're so used to seeing like dudes in the studio. Right. So that's been a very frustrating experience for me as well. And I always with guys who have not worked with me, like with new clients who are working with me for the first time, I always get that comment of oh sweetheart I hope you know what you're doing and I'll be thinking to myself like I hope I know what I'm doing too because if not then this is not going to be a good session why would you say that like why but I get it too on the same token there are big name studios who have like interns running the boards I don't know how that translates to a woman being inexperienced but whatever they assume that women behind the boards don't know what they're doing. Well, why would the studio put you in a position with an engineer who doesn't know what they're doing? Because then that reflects badly on the studio, right? But whatever. So that's one example of how I get like disregarded in a lot of situations. Um, and then because I engineer as well, um, God, there's so many layers. Let me finish this thought and then I'll get into some of these comments. Because I engineer as well, right? I may be brought into situations for as an artist or a songwriter, but I, being a woman as well, am in direct competition with whoever I'm in the studio with. So people will tend to latch on to the talent of engineering, but not my artistry or my songwriting because it might be more threatening. I don't know. Even though I, I tell y'all all the time, if I am there to engineer an artist, it's not about me. It's about what the artist wants to get done for themselves, right? Um, so official Mr. Flat Shoal 74 says, it's always extremely difficult to have a personal and business relationship if we are going to work together. It should be very clear that my interest is very much more about building a relationship. And so I've recently gone through this where it feels like I'm always going through it. I will say in my eight years of being an engineer, eight, we're going on nine years now. In my years of being an engineer, there's only been four, four or five clients that I've overstepped the bounds with in that way. And um, I don't think I want to get into that. But yeah, it there has to be a clear understanding of when we are in the studio, we are making music. When we are outside of the studio, that's we do whatever we do. The problem that I run into is, and I think it's a mentality issue with, maybe it's just dudes in Atlanta or just dudes in general, or maybe I'm putting out the wrong energy. I haven't quite figured it out yet. But when we're outside of the studio, all it becomes is physical. All it becomes is sex. They don't want to 
take out on dates. They don't want to claim labels. They just want to have a good time and see where it goes. So there's that irritating aspect of it. And then, but then they're only hitting me up for studio time. And if I want that reciprocity of, if I want the reciprocity of wanting to spend time, it's never on my terms. It's always on their terms. So that's something that I've been kind of dealing with over the years. It's very much, I keep Lexi in this box. And even when I mentioned earlier about I may be brought on to do one thing, but then they latch on and box me into this other thing. I guess it's safer or something. I don't know. Pillow Jones says toxic masculinity. Gray Keys, double standard for show. Official Mr. Flat Shoals outside of work. 88 Fingers Official, you are very dope at what you do. Thank you. So it's just, um, it's a lot of things. NATO. What is your real name? Because I don't, I'll be very honest, I don't remember a lot from school. <laughs> I don't think I was the most social person at AI. I did my thing, but, uh, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I've, I've kind of went over that when guys come into the studio. And I think it's the whole culture of just the kind of music that I'm recording too, right? So, rappers, there's a certain language that they have within their music that also makes me believe that they truly believe this deep down as well that women a lot of guys even if they'll deny it outside of the music that they meet that they make they see women as objects and they see women as tools or toys and especially last year especially last year i was put in a few situations where i was used as a pawn or I was used to get back at some at someone else, um, and it was very disheartening because it, it's also people who claimed like they would be they would do things like calling me sis, right? It's all good when we're all making music, but then something happens between you and someone else in the group, and now I'm being used as collateral. I'm being used as a sexual deviant to play whatever game y'all have going back and forth like it's it's very i'll get into that another day i think i need to let a little bit more time pass before i really get into the conversation of certain rituals and certain things that happen in the industry of how women are used as just objects and collateral and um as bait because i was even offered to be used as bait in a situation to get certain things out of someone else. And it was just crazy, man. Great Key says, you're not putting out the wrong energy. You just the 2%. Only 2% of engineers or producers are female. I did not know those numbers. Wow. I did not know that. Pillow Jones says, I've been in big studios with engineers that were absolutely garbage and i've literally had to tell them to move to the side and let me engineer the session so we could get the record done shake my head and that's crazy to me because you would think the studios would want people who are going to represent how great they are right 
But uh, it just goes to show you, it doesn't matter what studio you go to. It matters what people you worked with. And um, I think someone I'm working with right now is realizing that. Well, he, he always tells me how grateful he is to work with me. But yeah, it's, it's truly not about the studio. It's about the person recording. Sometimes it is about the studio. You know, the microphones they might have, the signal chain that they might have. But for the most part, your experience recording and getting the songs that you want, it comes down to the person that you're working with, the working relationship that you have with that person. Gray Keys says, until you mature, you don't know how to act when you're around beautiful, talented women. And then Pillow Jones says, <clears throat> but it's definitely unfair to think that you weren't good because you are a female. Yeah. Tanner Boy 7 says, I was in the hub and was in the freestyle battles. Getting used to get back at someone, I know that feeling all too well. Yeah, getting used to get back at someone, I know that feeling all too well. Pillow Jones says, You should create a blog called The Female Engineer. I bet you have a lot of stories. I do have stories. I'm working on something. Um, that's really what these Lex chats are all about, though. And maybe I can start tagging the keywords female engineer, but that's really what these here are being talked about, especially from the perspective of a woman in this male dominated industry. So, yeah, to get back to how I sometimes get treated, I was used as they attempted to use me as a part in their in their business quarrels. And I see that women are used like especially if you're the talent too, man, they will pimp you out whatever way they can. But that's another conversation for another day. I'm not going to get too far into that side of it. But yeah, I was seen as a toy, even though I was there to engineer and offer offer lyrics on the songwriting side. I was still just apparently expendable at the end of the day because they, they discarded me. And maybe it was because of that one person who I wouldn't do what they wanted me to do. And so they needed to go find someone else who they could manipulate. I just wasn't down for it. Even down to I to not being paid because I won't have sex with certain people or not being paid because I won't because, you know, the checks come from the boss man. And if you don't sleep with the boss, man, you're not going to get your check, even though you may have worked for two or three months and dedicated hours to something. And that's the appreciation y'all show. Wow. And you call me a sis. Wow. Maybe that's why I don't rock with a lot of people. Maybe that's why I don't go out like that. Because people, people just throw words around. And it blows my mind. We are in an industry where words are used, right? To communicate ideas, to communicate vibes. And people just act like words aren't important. They act like words don't mean things. Like words aren't spells that we are actively casting on each other every day. But that's another deep conversation. I don't know. I would need people to be like really tuned in to have that conversation. 
some of the darker stuff that I've experienced. Being in the industry, or I've been close to being in the industry. But yeah, there's, I think I talked about all this. I did write a few notes down. But trying to get at me for music, trying to get free studio time. King Lennon 95 says, keep going. Success is a journey, not a destination. Yep. And that's what we all have to remember. There are, you got to have like the end game in mind, right? But the plays that you're, that you'll be using to get to the end game, the plays might constantly switch up. What's up, Black? The plays might constantly switch up. So you really got to be aware of what your end game is. And you might not be running the same plays throughout the entire journey, right? Has to be kept in mind. So, yeah, this is really trying to, this is really actually turning out into more of a general conversation, I think, about relationships within the industry. Um, yeah. I've, my head is just all over the place. I'll be real honest. My head is all over the place with this one. And then I guess there's the whole aspect of when you've been working with someone for a while, especially in close and close quarters and close spaces like what we do in the in the studio, you can start to develop feelings for people in the studio because you're spending so much time together. You're getting to know each other. And if the artist is a good artist, you are documenting like your your thoughts and your lives within the music. And so you're getting to know each other on that deeper level. And there kind of has to be some kind of trust between the artist and the engineer when it comes to creating these songs, because you got to be vulnerable on the track if it's going to be a good working relationship or if it's going to if it's going to be good quality music in my opinion you can't shy away from being specific you can't shy away from talking about certain things in the music but yeah i've been in situations where <laughs> when i met um when I met some big execs, you know, everybody comes into the room. I'm sitting down at the computer. And maybe is it me being a woman or is it people not understanding how important the engineer is? Where it'll be a room full of men. They're all coming in and saying hello to each other and not even acknowledging my presence until they need me to push a button. Because somehow these niggas who have been in the industry for years Somehow they don't know how to press the space bar to play shit for themselves, right? I don't know. It's so weird to me. So weird to me. I've had some dudes be like trying to flirt with me, thinking that I want them like that. <laughs> and they think that flirting with me is going to get them free studio time. Holla at you a minute. Got to go back to work. Thank you for tuning in, NATO. I appreciate you for coming through. But yeah, I've had some, like one dude, he really tried, 
He really thought his smooth talking was about to get him a discount or some kind of deal at the studio. I'm just like, bro, you are not smooth enough. And I'm not even attracted to you like that. To be thinking that you can negotiate a deal with me to get free studio time. To think that I'll give you an extra 10, 15 minutes when we go to the studio just because I know you. And I think that's a comment like some guys will really try to use what they think is their sex appeal to get me to give them extra time. Or like if you booked for 11 a.m. for if you booked for 11 o'clock and you show up at 1130 and I've already been there from 11, I'm charging you from 11 o'clock. Okay. You're not getting any special treatment. The session starts when you booked it. It doesn't start when you get there. But some of them, some guys will try to sweet talk and get me to change my mind about that policy. And they think game is really better. It is. It's not. And I'm really getting to a point where I don't even like most of you rap niggas. <laughs> Let me calm down a little bit. But yeah, it these will be the same dudes who they're not listening to me in the session when I'm trying to get them to do certain things or they think they know best, but uh, they don't acknowledge me in a way that tells me that they respect my opinion. Uh, and, and this same dude, right, wants me to teach him how to do engineering because he's realizing like, and this is me tooting my horn a little bit. Me as an engineer, I'm going to make sure that we're getting the best experience, the best performance out of you. And the experience of working with me means that you get a dope ass song. It means that you sound your best. It means that we've got the best recording quality. And I guess he couldn't get... um another engineer to work with because he'd be on some last minute type stuff and not respecting the engineer's time. So that's another aspect of it. They think that they are attractive. They think that they're my type and they try to get me to give them handouts or give them extra perks because they think they're cute enough to get away with that. Now, I will say there have been clients that I've been attracted to and I've only been attracted to the talented ones, though. Huh. But anyway, the ones who actually can rap well, this is me talking a little bit of smack, okay? You might be cute, but if you're a bad artist and you're not lyrical and you don't talk about anything in your music don't think that you have a shot at me i'm attracted to talent and if you are out here rapping like everyone else that's not impressive to me you sound like everyone else and then you're talking to me as if you know what you're what you're saying as if you know what you're talking about as if you know how to do my job that's not cute to me either if you want to be attractive to me in the studio, have a sense of humility, be able to take direction and be able to take constructive criticism when I'm telling you that you're not quite giving me the performance that I need out of you. 
take constructive criticism when I'm telling you that you don't need to say certain things in certain voices in the song if you're trying to convey a certain emotion. Like, give me something different. Why are you yelling in every track? That's another conversation, though. The main point I was getting at is guys will try to get perks out of me because they think I'm attracted to them and they think whatever game they have is going to get me <laughs> is going to get me to um, give them some perks in the studio and they get real upset when it doesn't work out like, like that. And when it doesn't work out like that, they will blow up my phone, call me names or try to argue with me because they're not getting their way. And yeah, I think I'm about to end this because I don't really have much else to say on this. Universe Music says, I had to learn to change my tone to match the emotion what's your type when you ask what's my type what you mean like in a man <sighs> my type of man is that what you're asking hmm well this is turning into a different conversation isn't it so i actually do get attracted to some of my clients of course i have over the years but i won't be attracted to the ones who can't rap like they might look good on the outside but if their raps are trash i'm not attracted i'm not attracted thank you king Lennon. do you want to comment on the topic that we're that we're discussing blessings be upon you as well blessings and peace be upon you um, so my type though, I'm talking a little smack right now. Um, physically, I would prefer it to be a black man, but recently I'm opening up my dating options because especially in Atlanta, I'm just, I'm probably not going to find what I'm looking for in a black man because y'all done lost y'all's minds. Y'all don't want to commit but that's another story um i can't say y'all the ones that i've been introduced to are not we don't share the same relationship values but physically i want you to be taller than me i want you to be i want to be sexually attracted to you i want you to have a nice smile have nice full lips or at least proportional lips to your face. Um, well put together. My type, I would prefer to get someone who has an edge about them, but who is clean cut. So he might come off as looking like your typical, I don't know, brainiac or maybe even nerd or whatever, but he's got a hood edge to him or he will make me feel protected. That's what I run into. That's an issue I run into a lot. I like guys with big statures, like who take care of themselves, who work out, who are muscular. That's my typical type because I also work out and taller guys, bigger guys, they make me feel safe. 
especially if you're taller than me and I have to look up to you, I feel safer around you. I feel like you can actually protect me. So physically, that's what I would prefer in a man. Um, as I get older, some of those things might be replaceable or interchangeable with like money or certain skills you might have, but especially money, money can make up for a lot of things. But I like respectful men, men who speak properly, men who know how to use proper grammar. They know the difference between your and your and we're and were and there, there, there and two, two, two. They use punctuation. They're respectful. They're punctual. They um, make me laugh. That's a lot. Someone who can hold a conversation with me. You know, stuff like that, stuff like that. I hope that answers your question on what my type would be. So these days I'm getting a little bit more lax on my type. I think it's because I'm in Atlanta and Atlanta dating prospects just do not look good, to be honest. A lot of the black men that I meet out here, they want polyamorous relationships. Or if they or if they're not in a polyamorous relationship, they want situationships where we just vibe and see where it goes. It's very frustrating. It's extremely frustrating. All of that work por nada. I guess to recap on what we spoke a little bit about, in general, I see how women are used as tools in the industry, how we are used as replaceable or expendable, and we're not treated very nicely in a lot of instances. We're not respected. Um with the examples of when people come into the studio and they see that there's a female sitting at the boards and they ask, Oh, you know what you're doing, sweetheart. And then they might try to laugh and joke about it. That joke is so old and tired at this point. And, um, they asking me if I know what I'm doing and then they come in there doing Dr. Seuss rhymes. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I've experienced the predatory behavior. I've experienced uh, someone trying to use me to get back at someone else. Basically getting pimped out by people <laughs> or attempted. They attempt to pimp me out uh, for their own self-interest or people just trying to use me in general. I've, I've experienced all of that or people not trying to acknowledge me in the room or not trying to acknowledge all of my talents, placing me into a box and just all of that stuff. So I might actually change this topic to something else because I feel like the conversation went more so with dating within the industry. Yeah. So I think I think I'll, I think I'll do that. Thank y'all so much for tuning in today. Thank you for joining in on the conversation. For everyone who commented on the live, 
staying tuned you know thursday through saturday is when i record these things you can join in on the live conversation and have me interact with you live you just got to catch me on the live instagram which is where we do these but thank y'all so much to everyone who contributed to the conversation today and if you enjoy this content you can become a supporter of mine by going to my Patreon, patreon.com slash LexiATL for as little as $5 a month. We can engage in these live conversations, have these live interactions. You will see all of this content before the general public gets to see it. And you will get, get some behind the scenes content that the general public will not be able to see. Those are some of the perks you get being a patron. So if that's something that will be interesting to you and you would like to support me, go to patreon.com slash LexiATL to do so. Otherwise, if you are watching this on YouTube, make sure you give me a big thumbs up. Leave comments in the comment section down below to let me know what's your experience been in the industry as far as having relationships or if you are a woman as well, how have you been dealing with the treatment of men within the industry, how they treat you as a woman in the industry? Um, big thumbs up, subscribe, share, hit the notification bell so you will be notified every time I drop new content. And thank y'all so much for listening. Join me next week for the next Lex chat. But until next time, my name is Lexi. Peace.